if um, you were here with us last week or if you uh, tuned in, we turned way back, way back to Deuteronomy, to the time the people of God were being told how it is they should live together and how they were to live in the world. And they talked about uh, the pattern of every seven years is a year of jubilee, that all debts, all debts are forgiven, all slaves are set free. And we talked about the, uh, the challenge we have in our church in terms of our mortgage and how that we can see the end of that and that we uh, set a goal for our year of jubilee, that the debt will not be forever. So this week we turn to the other end of the Bible, to Paul writing to the church in Rome, and, and this generation of people of God trying to figure out how they live in the world, how they live in the world, how they relate to each other in, in, in reflection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Paul's talking about practical things. He starts with, this is also why you pay taxes. For the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law, the commandments. You shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. So every generation of the people of God have to figure out what it is to be a follower of God. And, and Paul's writing to the church in Rome, uh, talking to them about what does it look like to, to be a Christian, that, that we, we live in, in the world, uh, but we're not of the world and he's saying that we have responsibilities. If we owe taxes, we should pay taxes. If we owe uh, debts and revenues, we should pay revenue. If we should give someone respect, we give them respect. Honor, we give them honor. But we also are called to more than that. That, that we are not in heaven and Jesus hasn't come back, so we have bills to pay, gas bills, electric bills, mortgages, credit cards, car payments, just like everybody else. Then he says, let no debt remain outstanding except the debt to love one another. Now, why would we have a, a debt to love one another? Well, I think it first comes from God, that if we accept the, God, the love God has for us, if we accept salvation in Jesus Christ, if we accept the grace that is given us, then we cannot turn around and not love others. We can. Think of God has given us this much love. We can't turn around and not love. 
we can't hold it all for ourselves. We can think it's just for us, or it's just for our family, or it's just for Sunday morning. No. Let no debt remain outstanding. Accept the debt to love one another. We have a debt of love that we need to we need to pay, we need to live into, we need to lean into. And as I was um, reading this, I thought about this debt of love. I am Alan Keith Brooks, and I'm a creation of my parents, Keith and Catherine Brooks. Now, I'm not just a creation of nature, I'm also a creation of, of nurture, you know, of the way they raised me. Cheryl would always say, what are you going to be like when you get older? I said, well, you, you know my parents. I'm going to be fussy and strange, right? That's pretty much it. That my dad was fussy and my mother was strange. And, and she lived into that. She claimed that word. Her, her mother was our crazy grandmother, and she said to our, her grandchildren, I'm your strange grandmother. So here I am, fussy and strange. I am a creation of my parents, not just by nature, but also by nurture. So my parents made the commitment to pay for our college. My dad worked a job with no pension, so he stayed in the Army Reserve for 36 years. That was his pension, and that served him so well. But it also was extra money that they could save and put aside to pay for my sisters and my schooling beyond high school. And I was the youngest, I was the last one, and when I chose my first college, they said to me, they sat me down and said, Alan, this is $4,000 a year. <laughs> and I said, okay, that's, that's where I want to go. And they said, okay, we'll pay that. So because I'm a creation of them, I said to Cheryl early when we were married, I thought we should, we should do this. And, and I and Cheryl made the commitment to pay for our kids' college, our undergraduate. It cost more than $4,000 a year now. Uh, I didn't really realize that when I made that commitment. And our largest debt and our largest bill a month is these Parent PLUS loans. And I thought of that in terms of this, that, that that for us is a debt of love, that we love our girls and, and we want to uh, give them this. Now, it would be far easier not to, but we have this debt of love. And we who follow God and we who claim to be Christians also have this debt of love. And if we accept the love of God, then we need to love one another. And we need to love our neighbor as ourself. Think of this as like the terms and conditions, okay? You know how when you want to buy something, you have to, you have to click, I agree, and, and you read all that, right, don't you? Every word? No, no, I don't. I just want to buy the thing. I don't care what they're saying. I don't care if I have to sell all my cars or whatever. Uh, I agree, these are the terms and conditions of being a Christian. This, these are the terms of conditions of accepting salvation in Jesus Christ and accepting the love that God has for us, that we have a debt to love one another, that we have a debt of love to love our neighbor. 
And we need that. We need that in our, our world right now because, because it's hard. It's hard in this, this uh, pandemic. Years and years ago, I was uh, putting on a roof, and uh, one afternoon it was getting a little testy on the roof, and I said, you know, when the shadows get long, the tempers get short. And everyone was like, yeah, that seems about right. Why? Because we're tired. We're, we were tired of being on the roof. We, we wanted to get off the roof. We wanted to get out of the heat. We wanted to sit down and have a, a cold drink of water. I feel like that's what this pandemic's like. We're tired of being in the pandemic. We want to get off the pandemic. We want to we wanna get out of it and, and, and get out of the heat of our mask. And, and we want to sit down and have a cool drink of water. It's hard, just our, our daily task. It's sort of like when the masks go on, the tempers get short. When we try to just do anything in our life, it's, it's hard. So we need to remember our debt, our debt to love one another, our debt to, to love our neighbor as ourself. And recently on Facebook, I saw a thing by Toby Mac, and I shared it, and it said, when God said, love your neighbor, he knew your neighbor was going to be different from you. He knew your neighbor was going to look different from you and think different from you. That's why he used that neighbor. And when Jesus asked, well, who is my neighbor? Well, that's the story of the Good Samaritan, somebody different, different than us. Now, sometimes that's hard for us to think about because we look at, well, my neighbor, you know, that lives right next door. Well, they, they look like me. They, they act like me. They're sort of the same as me. Well, they maybe have a different political sign in the yard than I do right now. We need to love one another. We need to love our neighbor right now to see us through this pandemic. And I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's an election coming up uh, at the beginning of November. If you haven't heard about it, you can Google it. And... As the election gets closer, the tempers get shorter. It's just very, very heated, so to speak, and, and very bombastic. Uh, and I thought, about, I thought about that when we think about debt. You know, it's, it's very easy to get in debt and very hard to get out of debt. I don't know why that that is, but it is. You know, those, those Parent PLUS loans that I took out, they were the easiest thing in the world. He just like went on, said, this is what you need, and boom, there it was. I'm like, this is scary. This is really, really scary. Why is it so easy to get in debt, but so hard to get out of debt? It's the same amount of money. I mean, I know there's interest in that, but, you know, it's the same thing. And I thought about that in terms of our world today, that it's, it's very easy to act like the world. It's very easy to be, to be cold the way the world is. And it's, and it's very easy to, to stand on our soapbox and, and proclaim our uh, political beliefs. And it's very easy to point a finger. Very easy to see the other side as not just the other side, but the enemy the destroyer, 
very easy to get into debt because I believe when we act like the world, we're just, we're just going in debt. We're going to have to work off that debt. Then when we say a harsh word to somebody, we're eventually going to have to ask for forgiveness and work our way out of that debt. When we let a relationship just, just go, we go deeper in debt and eventually have to work our way out of that. When we participate in the, in the, in the harshness and the brokenness of the world, we're just, we're just going further in debt and eventually we're going to have to work our way out of that. Paul says, let no debt remain outstanding except the debt to continually, always to continue to love one another. That all of the commandments are fulfilled in one. Love your neighbor as yourself. And I believe right now that's the one thing that's going to cut through all of the discourse, cut through all of the, the tempers and the, the heated mask that we wear, both physically and spiritually, and bring a change in our world, in our neighborhood, in our nation. So take your debt with you and let it remain outstanding so that we, you and I, continually love one another and love our neighbor as ourself. Almighty God, you love us in a mighty way, probably more than we deserve. But that's who you are. That's all you can do, O God. You sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to save us. So help us to claim that victory. Help us to claim that love you have given us. And help us to share it in small ways, in big ways, all week. In Jesus' name. Amen.